At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchett, your host from Las Vegas, your other host, Josh Applebaum, out there in Boston. Happy to bring in studio Josh Towers, former Major League Baseball pitcher, uh, also works here at VSIN as well. Josh, how are you today? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I mean, uh, this color coordination thing yeah, is killing us. me, though. No memo was sent <laughs> no at text, all. No text, yeah, No memo. He just showed up. Um, hey, Jay's, he's rocking blue and blue over Yes, there. he is. <laughs> must be nice in Boston. He said it was balmy, 95 degrees out there. Ah, oh, it's great pitching weather. It's okay. Well, speaking of pitching, uh, substances on the baseball yeah. for pitchers. Uh, controversy right now in Major League Baseball. Okay, in my sport, pulling back the curtain, uh, you know how everybody wears gloves, right? Mm-hmm. We also spray those gloves with a tack surface mm-hmm. to help us out. So, okay, substances uh, in Major League Baseball. I mean, there's all kinds of pine tar in the dugout. I mean, there's all kinds of substances uh, in the dugout for that matter. So why yeah. the clampdown? Uh, I, I can't figure out the clampdown. I, I think it has a lot to do with the fact that pitching is dominating baseball this year. And it's, it's that give and take. It seems like every year it alters. Mm. And so anytime offense doesn't lead the way, Major League Baseball gets nervous because they think offense puts people in seats and creates money and revenue. And so we're going to clamp down a little bit. Uh, they don't understand that there's an adjustment inside of us as players that create this. But so we got to figure out other ways to offset. I think that's the biggest thing because we've been seeing this for a long time. It's not a big deal. I, I can't emphasize enough. I know we've briefly touched on this in the past. 
I'm not trying to cheat as far as I'm not trying to put something on a ball to get it to overly move too much. Like, again, I'll tell you a quick story. Spring training, fly ball to right field. Andre Ethier catches it. Mm-hmm. I get the ball back from my third baseman. I go get on the mound and reset my ball, and I look, and I'm like, what is that? Because I put it, the, you know, you hold it a certain way, and there was a big pine tar glob on it. I look in right field, and Dre just puts his head down. He's kind of laughing, you know? <laughs> and I told him, I said, listen, I respect that because sometimes, because listen, I need grip. I go, but if you're going to put on the ball, at least let me tell you where to put it so I can use it. Because he put it in a spot, there's nothing I can do. I couldn't, right. the ball was going to, it wasn't going to do anything. I probably couldn't throw a strike. It just, it's, we're not using it to cheat. I'm using it to grip. And so just like a baseball bat, which I know will never win this argument, I get to spray it. I get to put pine tar. I get to go. If they went up there with nothing, the bat's going to fly out of their hands. It's going to hit somebody in the stands all the time. Right. It's kind of the same thing. We don't get that luxury. And so when you see, like, again, Gallegos is the number one guy because this is when it all started. He just grabs his hat. He's just trying to feel it so he can grip the ball. Because if I hold the bat in between innings and I go to the mound, y'all, it's going to be off my hands before I even throw a pitch. So it doesn't really do too, too much. Um, so I, I think it, it all comes back to the offense. But my biggest issue with all of this is, is when you see it the first time, say something. When right. you see it last year before, say something. But, oh, no, the offenses were doing okay, so we're not going to say anything, my opinion. But the social media aspect now, oh, Bauer had a bad game and Garrett Cole had a bad game and their spin rate was down, so they're obviously cheating. Some clown in San Diego trying to act like Jacob deGrom's cheating. Nah, he just simplified the process to make everybody look dumb. They're not all cheating, I promise you. No, Josh, I'm right there with you. And, you know, as a uh, as a baseball fan, you know, growing up watching the Sox, remember Clay Buckholtz got in trouble one day yeah. in Toronto. He had that bullfrog, you know, that, that like uh, goopy <laughs> stuff you put on your hand and you slick it through your hair and, yeah. you know, you try to get whatever grip you can. But I'm just, you know, real quick, do you think the commissioner, Manfred's going to do anything about it? Because, you know, they're, so, they're talking like now, like you go to the airport, you go through TSA, is each pitcher going to have to get inspected before no, they go out to no. the mound? Are they going to do anything or is this just, hey, you know, we're we just trying to level the playing field just because pitchers are seem to be at such an advantage right now. I'm, I'm 100. They're just trying to level the playing field. I mean, you got Josh Donaldson saying, I'm going to write a book. Bro, I can write a book on you too for all the, the things that you do as well. Like, it's not, <laughs> it's crazy. They can't do anything. They can't pat me down before I take the bump. They're just going to overly look. You can't really go back to video from last week and say mm-hmm. I cheated last week because it may not be on me today. You need to catch me in the act, right? I think it's something similar to drug testing. Uh, imagine trying to pat me down before I went to the mound. <laughs> I will lose my mind, bro. Uh, no, they're going to overly watch video and try to act like they're going to find something. You're going to see managers kind of overly send somebody to the mound. Right. And then what it's going to cause me to do is never want to play for that organization when I'm a free agency. So there's going to be some kickback. They'll see. Oh, absolutely. Don't deaden the baseball if they want scoring to go back up. <laughs> That's right. It seems like uh, they're scapegoating the pitchers. Uh, I look, pitchers go, what, 6'5", 250 on the mound? I mean, uh, they're going to overpow- overpower some uh, hitters out there for sure. But I guess if you combine that with spin rate, uh, maybe it does make it more difficult for hitters uh, in Major League Baseball. Coming up on the program, good afternoon, everybody. We are betting across America, presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host from Vegas. Your other host is Josh Applebaum out there in Boston. In studio with us right now, Josh Towers, former Major League Baseball pitcher, uh, kind enough to join us in studio. Let's get to some baseball games. Let's go. Um, let's look at the Braves uh, and the Phillies. Uh, Josh Towers, uh, what's going on with between these two teams? we got a line right now, Philly minus 155. Uh, that total is nine as well. Yeah, I, I think um, 
Well, again, since Bryce Harper's return, Phillies have looked much better. Mm-hmm. You know, whether he partakes or not, it doesn't matter. I got to respect the offense and I got to respect the man. So if I have to pitch him around him, it makes everybody better. So having Bryce back in lineup has really helped Philly. And then you got Nola. It's no secret. The split, he's much more comfortable at home. Um, Smiley's making his second start as well um, against the Phillies in a row. You never are that comfortable when you're doing that, too. So I, I, I understand the line. I think, it's, I think it's right. I think that the Phillies should be favoring the situation. It's not bad price. Sure. Josh, I want to throw another game at you. Looking at Seattle and Detroit, this one's kind of intriguing because you've seen pretty big movement here toward Detroit, you know, both these teams. Uh, kind of sub-500 records. You have Seattle, what, a game below 500, and you also have Detroit 24 and 35. But to me, what I like here is this line move toward Detroit. You know, they open pretty much a pick'em type game. They've been steamed up here to around minus 125. I like it that it's not a hugely popular play, yet the Lions going to the Tigers. So what do you think about this matchup and also Gonzalez uh, against Boyd? A couple lefties here. Who would you give the advantage to, and do you like that move to the Tigers? See, Josh, this is why I like you, because you're a true gambler at heart. <laughs> Most guys would stay away from this game because it's the worst game in the history of baseball, and why would I want to mess with two teams that look like this? But you're finding an, you find an angle. I like it. Uh, I don't know. I mean, who's home? That's who's the favorite, right? That's how bad these two <laughs> yep, teams are. Right. The fact that the Mariners are 30 and 31 is insane to me. Marco came off the DL. I think he went four innings that previous start. He looked pretty good. So, you know, they'll try to get five. If they get six from him, I think they would be pretty excited today. I like Boyd. Matt's always pretty good to me, but his last few outings have been bad. I think his first seven, he was dominant, and then it's just gone downhill after that. I think he got tattooed by, if I'm not mistaken, I think the Brewers last start. So um, if I'm going just based off of pitching and pitching alone, I, I think I have to favor the Mariners in this situation. And then they sent Kalenic down, um, which is the right play. I think he was 0 for his last 36 or something. So at least we're going to have a little bit more production in that part of the lineup. So I think I would have to favor the Mariners here, but uh, again, I got zero inches in this game. I hear you. Uh, oh, Josh Applebaum can find some plays out there. That's that's not even your gross play today, I don't think, is it? That's not I it? know. <laughs> Josh, don't you love doing shows with me? Again, I pick the grossest <laughs> game on. This, this is my niche. You this put is a my smile on my face, man. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Let's move on to the uh, Mets and the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, no Uh-oh. fade uh, Harvey Day. <laughs> it's not Harvey Day. Um, a total of nine, though. Uh, and how about this? The Mets only uh, $1. twelve in this one, uh, laying $1. twelve. Um, it's because of who's pitching. Okay. And we happen to have it on the TV. The Orioles are playing catch mm-hmm. next to the cage. Love that stadium. Everybody <laughs> having fun, shirtless or sleeveless, I should say. Uh, I don't know. I mean, like the Orioles have played better, obviously, the yep. last few days. Cedric Mullins has been the hottest hitter on planet Earth. Um, I, it's so exciting. So, I, real quick, let me sidetrack. Calvin Pickering, former Major League Baseball player. A few years back, the Orioles said, who's your favorite player? Who do you think is the best player we have? He said, Cedric Mullins. Somebody goes, he's not even a prospect. He goes, why'd you ask me then? Look at this guy in the big leagues, dominating. He's that? a beast, man. He loved this kid. Uh, David Peterson, yeah. it's just not gone his way. Okay. I think 16 runs his last 20 innings. He's just struggling bad. Again, with not having too much depth, I think they kind of rushed him a little bit. Now, we've seen some bright sides of him, but we've seen some really bad sides. And again, whether I think this Major League Baseball game is at a level that it should be or not, they're still Major League Baseball players, and when you let me see you a second and a third and I start getting tape on you and you don't change too much or you don't know how, then I'm going to light you up pretty good. And that's what's happening with Peterson. Uh, and uh, on the flip side, we got Zimmerman, who's been a little bit inconsistent as well, but I think way more consistent than Peterson. So I think in this situation, I would favor the Orioles based on the pitching matchup, but more importantly, the match just came from, what, San Diego? And had a great series there to Grom dealt. Everybody pitched well. Uh, I think this is a letdown for the Mets. 
Josh, I'm right there with you. You're speaking my language. The Mets open minus 120. <laughs> They're down to minus 112. We're seeing this movement toward the Orioles. So uh, luckily, I don't have to go. Uh, I don't have to bet on Harvey and go against you today. So I'm happy. <laughs> he got about us that. last time. This guy. I know, right? <laughs> um, but let me get your take on the Cubs and San Diego Padres. Last game of the night here. Um, typically, these last final games are the most heavily bet. Whether you're feeling good, yeah. want to bet more, or chasing, never want to do that. But these late games get a lot of action. So we have Davies against Denilson Lamett. And Josh, what I'm seeing is a, kind of a big move here to the Padres. They open around minus 160-ish. They've been steamed up to around minus 180. They're kind of a favorite with a low total. You also have Javier Baez questionable tonight. Not sure whether or not he's going to play with a thumb issue. But who do you give the advantage to today? It looks like the Padres are taking some money tonight. Yeah, I, I think this is a situation where the Padres need to come out and play some baseball. I think the offense needs to show up a little bit. Um, and they need to take advantage of Davies, who has not been pitching well on the road. He's been... Got a high six, six, seven, five ERA, I think, in 2021, so it's not been good. Dilson Lament got a couple starts under his belt, so I think he's starting to progress as far as innings are concerned. Again, the, the bullpen for the Padres we know is good. They're going to be a little bit more confident, I think, in this series as opposed to last series. It just There's a lot of excitement last series. And again, so how we feel about the Mets on the letdown, I think the Padres are going to feel a little bit more motivated in this series. The Cubs haven't been the greatest on the road. And again, if there is a chance that Baez isn't playing, it's always exciting for us as pitchers. So I, I like the Padres in this situation. Some more challenging games. We're speaking with uh, Josh Towers in studio with us. Josh Applebaum hosting out there in Boston. I'm Mike Pritchard here on Betting Across America. Um, Washington Nationals, Tampa Bay. Uh, you say this all the time when you're on the program, Josh Towers, uh, about how Tampa Bay just finds a way. It's unbelievable. Uh, yeah, I know. They're finding a way this year, certainly. Um, at home, they're minus 240, uh, seven and a half uh, against the Washington Nationals. I mean, we're, we're 50 games in the season, and they're like 15 above 500. Mm-hmm. And I, again, it's my favorite thing. They get no love. I ain't seen them on Sunday Night Baseball that I can recall. They get no love, man. Um, it's hard. It's hard. to. What, what was the line? Did we have the graphic? Staff, uh, I didn't see it. Um, minus 240. Yeah, I was going to say, it has to be heavily favored in far yeah. of Tampa. Tampa's the best team in baseball by far. Tyler Glass now is... He's, he's, I mean, he's got 106 Ks on the season. He's just been amazing. He's going deeper in games than I've ever seen. He's got this air of confidence. There was a story that came out that he was playing like chess in Central Park like before one of his games last night, I think it was. And it just shows you how relaxed this young man is and the step that he's taken. I don't have interest in being on the opposite side of him right. and on the opposite side of the race. I don't think the offense for the Nationals is doing it. It's not. I thought they would be much better pre-flop, and they haven't been. And then John Lester... I don't know, man. I mean, he's just not the same guy. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen enough to where I think I can back him. So it's either Tampa or I, I stay away. I mean, you can mess around with the run line. I'm not a big fan of throwing that out there, having teams have to win by two. But it's not the end of the world. Tampa, you know, again, they, they, they have big innings a lot. And their pitching is so dang good. Bullpen's fantastic. Great point, Josh. I'm with you. You know, this would be interleague line move in Tampa Bay. It's a really high number, but they did open like minus 190 all the way to minus 240. So this just goes to show you, you know, getting a number early, trying to get a better number here. But it does look like Tampa taking in a lot of money here. But um, Josh, I want to throw this game to you. Another another gross one. This is why you like working with me. Colorado and Miami. <laughs> you, here. Would. Uh, you would. This it's so uh, it, this done. This fascinates me because if you look at the splits, Colorado home and away. They're the most drastic splits of any team in baseball. They're 20 and 14 at home. Pretty good at mile high. They're four and 22 on the road. For whatever reason, this team has not performed well on the road. And tonight you're seeing a lot of money on Miami. This is Lopez against Senzatella. Marlins open around minus 150, minus 160. They've been steamed all the way up to minus 185. 
You're obviously getting the worst of it at this point. But, Josh, what do you think? Would you ride the Marlins here and bet against the Rockies on the road? Or do you say, hey, this number's too high. I'll take a shot with the Rockies. Uh, <laughs> the Marlins are 1-9 and nine in the last 10. Right. I mean, they're playing mm -hmm. awful. Mm -hmm. They went into Pittsburgh and just got throttled of all places. Now, it's nice to be home and maybe a little reset. Or you can alter your daily routine, whatever the case may be. It's tough with the Rockies again on the road. We know that. It's always tough. Sensatella is good. I mean, he's been, his last four starts have been amazing as well. And Lopez has been good all season. I mean, he's still posting that 2.82 ERA. Um, it's tough. Again, like the first game, maybe I find a little lean here or there. I really don't have a side in this game. I don't trust the Rockies. I cannot trust a 1-9 in my last 10 Miami Marlins, no matter what. That means everybody has some air of – uh, I'm not confident. My bullpen's not confident. My star's not confident. My hitter's not confident. Am I going to be the guy? Am I going to try to – I don't know, man. I just – I guess if it was a lean, it would be the Rockies, but I got – my money's going nowhere near this game either. No, I'm not going to touch it. No, uh, Bridge, Typically, I would uh, fade the Rockies Give me Miami. <laughs> I would fade the Rockies' it. first game on the road, uh, leaving Coors Field, that's for sure. Man. Um, but you're – okay, there you go, Josh Applebaum. So this question is for both Josh's uh, here on the program uh, because we have a significant line movement, Josh Applebaum, but I wanted to get the thoughts of Josh Towers, former Major League Baseball pitcher here, Houston-Boston. Uh, right now, uh, Boston uh, is dog here at home. Uh, one of the hottest teams in baseball, though, matching up against Houston. Blindly, blindly, I will take, uh, I will take the road team. Okay. And then we'll get into it. I think Valdez has been great. I like this kid. Uh, and Perez has been good, too. Don't get me wrong. But, again, it, it's not an exact science. We understand that. But I'm basing this a lot off of it's kind of fun to go on the road and play in Boston. I didn't like it as a pitcher, but hitters kind of dig it. Um, and then Boston just swept the New York Yankees mm -hmm. at Yankee Stadium, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Uh, and the moment that just the fans and, and you're leaving the stadium on the buses and you've been down that road and they get excited and they get you geek up a little bit and you get caught up in the moment. And then you got fans yelling at fans in the stadium and you came from behind on a game that I don't think you should have won. And you did. G. Rich didn't pitch very well, but your team still figured out a way. I think there's a lot of highs in there and a lot of times we carry that over. But going back home and getting Houston in, I don't know if they had enough time to get over the excitement of what that Red Sox-Yankee series meant. So I like the Astros. I'm still surprised that they're favored, but I like the Astros. Josh Applebaum, how about that line movement in this game? So you know I'm a Red Sox fan, but I agree with Josh Towers on yeah. this one. You know, one thing that I do like is this kind of was a pick em type opener, minus 105 both sides. Yeah. And again, you, you do a coin flip, and if it's pick em, yet, you know, one team's on the road, that almost makes me kind of like the road team. Uh, because again, you got to factor in some, you know, some home field advantage. But the one angle for me with Houston, number one, they do mash against lefties. Martin Perez has been pretty good this year. If you look at the last three seasons, the Astros are the best team in baseball or one of the best teams against lefties. They win about 64% of the wow. time. And also uh, a rested favorite versus a back-to-back -back team, Josh. This would be an angle that would also help Houston because Houston's coming off a day off. Red Sox had the Yankees series on the road. They play again yesterday and win. Yeah. But you have seen that rested favorite angle where you can reset your bullpen, your position players, get a day off their feet. It's been pretty good this year, about 62%. So uh, I don't love the you know betting a favorite with such a high total, but little line movement here to Houston, minus 105, now up to minus 116. I would lean Astros in this one. Yeah, the other thing is, is usually, again, you talk about it, when I face a, a team for the second start in a row, if I have a good one, I usually have a bad one and vice versa. Mm -hmm. Both these two pitchers dealt versus the other team's last start, so I don't even have an edge on that. I just think, again, for me, it's the previous series. Totally with you. Yeah. One more, Josh. You know, we're up against it yeah. here, but I got to get your take on the Beebs tonight, our guy Bieber. Uh, Bieber's on the mound here against St. Louis. 
uh, he's a huge favorite, and the Cards have lost a bunch of games in a row. Remember, they got swept by the Cincy. They're not playing great right now. But you did see Cleveland and, and Bieber as a big popular play tonight. They opened minus 170 with the Tribe here. Tribe's down to like minus 160. So there's a little money coming in on the Cardinals. Uh, do you like this line better now with the Indians at minus 160? Or do you say, hey, this is a little fishy. I might take the Cards here, big plus money at home. It, oh, yeah. I mean, I don't mind. Again, looking at the Red Sox, too, I don't mind plus money at home. You can never really – you're not going to go broke, I don't think, taking plus money at home, and especially on good teams. But, again, you're talking about a team that's going the other way, lost five in a row in the Cardinals, and Martinez is pitching. I think he threw maybe last Wednesday not too many pitches. So how stretched out is he going to be? Uh, it's Bieber. And if there's anybody that you don't want to see when you're struggling – it's probably this guy. Uh, Cleveland finds a way to win. They do fundamentally things correctly. I think that line is crazy high to be on the road. Uh, but the Cardinals are going in the wrong direction. I'm also not a fan of betting against Shane Bieber as well. He's just that good to me. So when I first saw it without looking at any lines, I kind of did favor the Indians right away. What's going on with the Yankees? Oh, my God. They, they, can't they got the uh, – well, I know that. They can't score. Certainly, uh, they got the Twins. Uh, nine and a half is the total on this one. You got Montgomery, Pineda on the bump. So, the game they lost versus Richard Sunday night. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, they – I knew they were going to light him up. He just didn't have his stuff. It's not a place for him to pitch. It wasn't a good situation. They come up, give up a run on a home run. The Yankees come up, score two. They had second and third and one out. The kid they just brought up, Gittins, comes up. Now, I want to prove myself as a young buck. I get it. Perfect situation, second and third, one out. Look for something out over. He chases basically three pitches nowhere near his own, strikes out, and then Sanchi comes up and gets out. Wasted opportunity to score. Wasted opportunity to get Richards out of the game. That's what's going on with the Yankees. The first four guys put great at-bats out over, out over, out over, and then all of a sudden I got four bats in a row where Frazier and whoever else, I'm toe-tapping and trying to go deep on balls going. There's just no plan of mm -hmm. attack. There's no, there's no unity with the starting on offensively. And so how can I – the Yankees are like minus four run differential or something. This is a team that can pitch. This is a team that got some boys on the mound, right? So the offense is that bad to where the quality of a-bats lacks so bad Sunday right. night. Did I, I just, how can I trust the New York Yankees? And now we got them in fourth place. And the only reason, again, they're there is because they're pitching. But then we're looking at Minnesota, and what do you want me to do with that team? <laughs> but Pineda, like, it's interesting. He was a Yankee. No matter how long ago it was, you still show up at your old team's yard and you want to dominate, right? Uh, I, I, I think that the Yankees are in a bad place. I would favor the Twins. I'm not in love with the game, but I would favor them a little bit. And Josh, I know it's I'm right there with you. Yeah, there's another one that that's three hazmat plays gross ones that we overlap on everybody betting the Yankees. Why isn't this line goal? The Yankees is staying right where it's at Minnesota kind of a pick them. So I'm right there with you, Josh. Give me the Twinkies here. Yeah, and I get it. Listen, I like Montgomery. I think he's good. I, don't, I, I hope that one day he's a name that we talk about consistently. I hope the opportunity is there. Um, I, I like him. You know, he threw 100 pitches his last start. He, he looked really, really good. Um, Pineda dealing with some injuries. Like, I understand why the money's on the New York Yankees. I just don't trust them. Yeah, I yeah. don't think anybody does right now. I mean, people have said that the Yankees stink right now, but that's fair. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> certainly, absolutely. Um, any other surprises in Major League Baseball? Uh, yeah, I mean, we still got the same ones with the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> They're still doing some good things. Uh, no, I think we, I think we knocked on it. And again, okay. I like some of the situational games. Again, the Padres. I'm a big fan of tonight. All right. Yeah. Thanks again for your time. Absolutely. Thank awesome. you all. Thanks, Josh. Uh, Josh Towers, former Major League Baseball pitcher in studio with us here on the program. Uh, when we continue after this breakup, we're going to get back to the playoffs on the ice. Big games uh, in stores, certainly uh, with Tampa Bay. Also, Vegas Golden Knights. Avalanche out there in Colorado. That's a big one. Coming up next.
365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at pet 365 21 plus only must be present in ohio if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help call 1-800-GAMBLER The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Indeed believes less is more. That's why they have powerful tools to help you source, screen, and hire quality people faster. Learn more at Indeed.com slash credit. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. Josh, as as we return back to the ice, uh, Tampa Bay, they lead the series 3-1. to one. Uh, Carolina, uh, 
in a situation here. They're plus 110 at home. Again, at home, uh, I don't want to discount that at all. Five and a half is the total in this one. Yeah, Pritch, do or die time here for Carolina. You know, one thing we have noticed, and so first off, before we get to the, the line here, there was a little bit of movement, you know, toward Tampa Bay. They opened kind of a short, like, minus 110-ish uh, favorite here on the road to close it out and advance to the next round. They have been bet up to around minus 120, so you've seen a little bit of action on uh, on the Lightning here. They would match as a favorite with a line move in their favor, which has been 63% so far in this playoffs. But a couple things that I'm waiting uh, here for, Pritch, Number one is who the goaltender is going to be for Carolina. Remember that last game, they got lit up. It was a, they actually had the lead in that game, and they lost 6-4, to four, giving up six goals in that one. So we don't know if it's going to be Nedeljkovic or Mrazek. I think you got to wait on that. The other thing is there's a lot of really good players for Carolina who are questionable here. You have Vincent Trocek, Nino Niederreiter, and Warren Fogle, all questionable. You know, this time of year, if you can breathe, if you can walk, Pritch, you're going to play. <laughs> Hockey players are, you know, I would, I would argue, you know, some of the toughest Aside from the NFL, of course, Rich, but some of the <laughs> toughest guys playing hockey here. If you can, if you can breathe, you're going to play tonight. But right. if either, if any of those guys are out, that could be a big hit there for Carolina, who's up against it. So I'd lean Tampa Bay a little bit here. The other intriguing thing, Rich, is the total. You know, we had uh, ten goals last game, mm-hmm. six to four, and it's like hammer the over here. It's going to be another high-scoring game. But my uh, one little thing I noticed: the juice on this total five and a half is under minus one twenty, minus one thirty. I even saw one shop get down five and a half to five. So it, I always like that because on the one hand, it's like 10 goals last game. You know, heck yeah, I'm going to take the over five and a half in this game. But the odds makers set that kind of with that bias in mind, and they're really juicing up the under, not the over. So I don't know, maybe we get a sneaky under opportunity here. That caught my eye that the under is being juiced up so much. It is minus 130 out here in Vegas to uh, over. What do you have for an overprice out there? Yeah, so over. Um, so here's the other key. Uh, mm-hmm. Pritch, if you like the over, Wait for a book to get down to five. You're okay. going to have to pay that over minus, you know, 120-ish uh, price there. But if you're feeling bold and you like the over anyway, you know, you're getting over five and a half at plus 110, mm-hmm. plus 115, a little bit of plus money there. Um, I don't love going against, you know, uh, you know, you can say you're getting a better number. But you got to ask yourself, why are you getting that better number? Because it seems like a lot of under liability exists there with that total. All right. Great point. Uh, VGK on the road against Colorado. Uh, the Avs minus 142 out here in Vegas. Five and a half is the total again. Yeah. So first off, I want to credit our colleague here at Beeson, Stormy Bonantoni. She tweeted out a great stat here, Pritch. Uh, I saw it last night. This is not good for my Bruins, <laughs> but it's important here in game fives. Game five, the winner of the game five in a best of seven series goes on to win that series 78.8% of the time. So that just goes to show you how big of a win it was for the Islanders last night and how big of a win it'll be for whoever can win this game tied two to two going back to Colorado here. So Pritch, I'm leading Colorado. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to be a wet, a wet blanket here for the, uh, the circle watch party for the nights tonight, but I do like this play on the abs. Number one, they've lost two straight uh, yet. They're coming back home where they'll get the last change here. And you've seen pretty good line movement here to the abs. You know, they open around minus 140-ish. We're showing 142 right now, but I'm seeing a lot of shops creep up to around minus 150. So this would match uh, this playoff favorite with a line move system. Also, uh, when you look at playoff home favorites off a loss, didn't cash with the Bruins last night, but historically over the last decade, it's about 62%. And you have seen this playoff experience off a loss. You know, it's really back and forth. You know, the abs are up 2-0. Now now they lost two straight. Now it's 2-2. My play here would be laying it with Colorado, bringing it back home. And also, Pritch, games one and two in Colorado, they were minus 190, minus 180. You're only laying minus 145, minus 150 here. You're getting a better number. Yeah, because it's a tighter series, but I think you're kind of buying low on the abs at home. 
in a bounce-back spot. I'm laying it with the Avs tonight. Okay, most people would look at uh, this series so far and say that VGK has outplayed the Avs in three games. Uh, where is the public uh, currently right now in this game? Yeah, so sometimes it's tough to tell in hockey pitch just because you're not getting, you know, as much public betting as other sports here. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you know, obviously you have the Vegas tax in Vegas, but it does look like tonight, you know, slight majority of bets on Colorado, bigger money on Colorado, line moving to Colorado. But here's the thing, percentages are tough in, in hockey because a lot of these percentages, if it's 65%, 60% on Colorado, it's probably going to be more sharper guys than public guys or girls. That's why I kind of like this move here to the abs. <laughs> Don't forget the girls now, Josh Apple. Always. That's for sure. Um, yeah, everybody's looking forward to this game. I mean, we it's sad kind of that it's uh, in round two uh, of the NHL playoffs, but, yeah, it's outstanding hockey, so cannot wait for these games for sure. Uh, maybe I'll give you my final thoughts on that game a little bit later. We're going to continue with the hockey discussion uh, with some NHL futures. It's coming up next. NHL and NBA playoffs are here, and our experts are covering every angle to find betting edges. Beeson hockey expert Andy McNeil is tracking all the NHL action, and our senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel has all the hoops insights. Our experts and the entire Beeson team give you all the tools to make the most of every bet on the playoffs, including odds and analysis for every game on vcin.com and our daily members-only best bet emails. Now is the time to cash in on the playoffs. Sign up for your 10-day free trial at vcin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. Josh, uh, these NHL feature, uh, futures here, uh, the Avs uh, to reach the Stanley Cup Finals plus 105 to win it plus 225, depending on what happens tonight. I think that gets very, very interesting right there. I'm right there with you, Pritch. And I think, you know, uh, I'm not going to speak on behalf of the books, but I think they're hoping for anyone but the Avs <laughs> right. uh, to win the Stanley Cup final here because uh, from BetMGM, one of the latest, uh, you know, uh, numbers that we got mm -hmm. is that the Avalanche, they're taking in 35% okay. of the tickets to win uh, the Stanley Cup here. And it accounts for about 40% of the handle. So if the Vegas Knights could maybe wipe out uh, the abs or maybe maybe the abs advance and maybe you know you see tampa bay wipe them out i think that the odds makers are going to really root for the abs not winning the cup because they got a lot of a lot of liability on them at this point um to me pritch you know i'm looking at um i'm looking at the lightning i think the lightning here are in kind of an undervalued spot you don't hear a lot about them uh but they've kind of been cruising through these playoffs right now they're minus 150 to reach the stanley cup final they're plus 250 to win the stanley cup final I'm looking at a lightning ticket here um, pretty much to win. And then you can maybe create a hedging opportunity if you get to the final there. But I just think the lightning, you know, again, Bruins Islanders, Islanders are up right now. Maybe the Islanders advance here. Can the Tampa Bay get past the aisle? And then they're going to play either the, you know, the Canadians or, uh, or this big series between 
the Golden Knights and the Abs. So I think to me, the team that I'm looking at is the Lightning in this spot right now. A little bit longer. Yeah, you mentioned the Islanders. I'm interested there because you're up and up close and personal with uh, the Boston Bruins there and uh, your evaluation on New York here because plus 300 to reach the Stanley Cup Finals, uh, plus 700 to win everything here. Um, it looks intriguing, but I want your evaluation here. Can they do it? Yeah, my evaluation here, Pritch, and again, I'm, I'm glued to every single game of this series. You right. know my, you know where my interest lies in this one. But mm-hmm. um, I, I liken the Islanders a little bit to the Tampa Bay Rays, a team that doesn't have a lot of star players but plays a great team game. They check really, really hard. They got one of the best fourth lines in hockey with Clutterbuck and Sezikis and Martin. They get good goaltending. They're very fundamental. They're very well coached by Barry Trotz, just like the Tampa Bay Rays managed by Kevin Cash. My question is, that can do well in the regular season. That can win you some postseason games. But I think when you get to the elite of the elite, I wonder if they have the talent to, to outgrind a team like Tampa Bay or outgrind a team like the Avalanche. I kind of liken it to the Rays, you know, meeting up with the Dodgers, you know, in, in that final there. So I think, you know, you got to be happy. You got to be feeling good if you're an Islanders fan. It's the last year in that Nassau Coliseum before they get their, their new stadium. So they're going to ride this thing as long as it'll go. Yeah. My question is, Great regular season. You can grind in the playoffs. But I think once you meet a really elite, talented team, I think maybe that uh, that Cinderella run might come to an end. So great so far. But I don't I don't like their chances if they play a team like the Dodgers equivalent, you know, of maybe the abs, maybe mm-hmm. in the final. Defending champions, too. Um, uh, I was just looking at New York because of the fact that they're a dynamic defense, but yet they're scoring the puck, too. So I don't know if that's something new uh, to people who have observed this series so far. Yeah, and again, a lot of the goals are greasy goals. You you hear that a lot in hockey, but around the net, you know, deflection, you know, hounding the net and and, and chopping a goal in. I think that's where a lot of their goals come from. Uh, And the Bruins are a team missing two of their top defensemen, so maybe they look even better than they are once you kind of play a team with big, sturdy, lumbering defensemen that can really push these guys out in front of the net. I think maybe those greasy goals dry up a little bit, but I don't want to bash the aisles here, Pritch. They've done great so far. If you're holding the ticket, you're feeling good. I just wonder if this Cinderella run comes to an end once they meet a really elite team in the next round. Sure. You're not bashing. I was just asking from an evaluation standpoint, because I'm interested in that ticket right there uh, with New York. How about the NBA futures? Um, Odds to reach the finals and then win the finals. We'll do that with the Nets to minus 250 to reach the finals, plus 115 to win. Josh, uh, the Jazz, plus 140 to reach the finals, plus 400 to win. Yeah, a couple I'm looking at here. So number one, like I'm like I'm not going to believe in the Nets. I'm probably going to die on the hill of not believing in the Nets. They're going to win the title. I'm going to I'm going to say I still don't believe in them, Pritch. But uh, they're making me look bad in this one. I don't know. It's chalky, but uh, maybe they're just so generationally talented with their star players that um, you know, like my Celtics with the big three back in the day in 08 when they went up against Kobe. Uh, and again, they, they just rode that big three uh, to a championship there. It's tough to lay a minus you know, 250 to reach. If anything, I'd take a shot, a little plus money to make the finals. But to me, Pritch, I'm kind of a believer in the Phoenix Suns. I like what I'm seeing out of the Suns, plus 275 to reach the finals, plus 750 to win the finals. I don't know if they beat a team like the Nets, but the Suns just have a great combination of a veteran like Chris Paul, you know, young studs like uh, DeAndre Ayton. He surprised me. He's very mm-hmm. pretty talented nimble around uh, around the bucket there uh being a you know seven footer and really devin booker taking his game to the next level so uh, i'm keeping an eye on the suns to reach uh maybe reach not win the finals maybe get a hedging opportunity but pritch what do you think are, are the nets just so good we just got to give them props and say hey i don't know if anybody can beat this team well they are uh, uh, that talented uh along with their confidence level right now josh i mean i would not get in front of 
the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, they are on a mission. Uh, as long as they stay healthy, too, at some point, they're going to get hardened along the way. Uh, he's just going to add to the mix. I, I just see Irving uh, uh, and certainly uh, KD elevating their teammates. Uh, and they're playing lights out basketball right now. Uh, interesting about the Clippers at plus 200 to uh, reach the finals uh, and then also 500 to win uh, there uh, for the championship. So just some pricing uh, there for the uh, NBA futures. How about NBA finals MVP? You're seeing some cash come in on KD here. Yeah, a lot of KD money coming in. And again, you're, you're just this guy's playing like the old KD that we were used to. Um, and really what you're seeing is the market taking a lot of respect and money on Kevin Durant to win finals MVP. You know, the latest numbers here from BetMGM, he's the most popular ticket. 16% of tickets here are on Durant, followed by Harden, Jokic, Embiid. Um, but really, it's the handle that you really like about Kevin Durant. He's only taking in 16% of tickets, but it accounts for a third of the money. So that tells you that all these bigger wagers, obviously these, these futures, these prop type bets have a little bit lower in terms of limits. But a lot of these max bets seem to be coming in on Kevin Durant. And if they win it all and Durant stays healthy and he's putting up these numbers, it's kind of hard to argue with. He moved from plus 700, Pritch, all the way down to plus 150. That's a huge move, big handle, big money coming in on KD to take that finals MVP award. Yeah, he went for 32 and sat out the fourth quarter uh, in the playoffs. Josh Applebaum. Ooh, it's unreal. It is unreal. Uh, I mean, it's crazy to think about uh, what this man is doing. Uh, Kyrie, 20 to 1. Uh, we'll see what happens there with the Nets. So up next on the program, we got some NBA futures player props uh, as, as well. Uh, and then Josh's grossest play of the day. Cannot wait to hear this one. That's coming up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. 
In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to point game. I remember you came out from crying tears, <laughs> crying. Tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Turn a $1 wager on the Avalanche or Golden Knights into 100 with BetMGM if either team scores a goal. Just use bonus code VSIN100 when you sign up with the King of Sportsbooks. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com for more details and make sure to use promo code VSIN100. It's a new customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old. Located in Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey. Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia excludes Michigan. Disassociated persons, please gamble responsibly. If you feel you have a problem, it's 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, and Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, or West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa and Tennessee. Call or text the red line 800-889-9789 in Indiana. It's 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the show, Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. Uh, Some player props, we're going to get to those, but any line movement of note for the NBA games uh, on the schedule uh, this evening, Josh? Let's start with uh, the 76ers and the Hawks. Yeah, so we talked about this a little bit earlier, Pritch, but we're not really seeing any buyback on Atlanta. Okay. That's what I'm looking out for because all the movement has been toward the Sixers. You know, it was uh, minus five and a half. Early, it did get down to five, as we mentioned, but really today, uh, game day, it's all been 76ers going back to five and a half, now going back to six. A lot of these shops, you know, we, we talked about it maybe, I don't know, 20 minutes ago, half hour ago. Mm-hmm. A couple of shops were juicing up the minus six on the Sixers to minus 115. I'm seeing a couple more uh, kind of, you know, go in that direction here. So if you if you like the Sixers in a bounce back spot, uh, again, how do you not take the Hawks in the points? We, we, we do kind of see uh, a little deja vu last night with the Suns number. Same sort of thing here moving toward the Sixers. So that's definitely something to keep an eye out for. Also, Pritch, I talked about really liking that over in that game. Mm-hmm. Saw a ton of points in the first game. Uh, you have three over referees here. It did rise 223 up to 224. If you like that over, I'd consider grabbing it now sooner rather than later. A lot of these shops look like they're going to go to 224 and a half. 
Uh, but that's definitely uh, something to keep an eye out for. If you like the under, or sorry, if you like the over, hit it now. If you like, uh, if you like the Sixers, you may also want to get it now. You're late to the party, but <laughs> this thing may go to six and a half if we keep seeing this moving in their direction. We're showing two twenty-four and a half out here right now, Josh, uh, for that total. Ooh. It's coming in hot, Rich. I love it. This yeah. is our over tonight. Okay. Did you already lock it in, 224? I locked it in, 224, okay. yes, sir. All yep. right. So let's get to some player props here. Um, because Embiid, he's sitting at 29.5 points. Harris, who I think needs to step up big time, 21.5 points. Simmons, 15.5 points, 7.5 assists. Uh, any player props uh, stand out to you right now in this game? Yeah, one jumps out to me, Pritch, Steph Curry's brother, uh, and we shouldn't call him that, Seth Curry. He's his own man here, Pritch. But uh, did you also see the uh, the GM of the Sixers tweeted something, like join him uh, to Steph Curry, who tweeted about his brother, and he got mm-hmm. hit with a huge fine. So uh, Adam Silver does not mess around with that kind of stuff. That's tampering. But I like the Steph Curry over points prop. Okay. I'm not a big props guy. I've said this a lot. I focus on really just the main, you know, conventional spread over under. That's kind of my niche. But um, I've been dabbling a little bit with these Steph Curry or uh, Seth Curry over points. They've been cashing for me a little bit. You know, you did see Curry. What I like is he gets a lot of minutes. He got 36 minutes in game one. He dropped 21 points. He was five and nine from three. I just feel like this guy kind of goes under the radar. You don't think of him too much. And you, if you get all this emphasis on, on, uh, on Tobias Harris and Simmons and Embiid, Curry's open for a lot of threes here. So I like the over 13 and a half points with Curry. Uh, also over two and a half, three pointers. Again, if he's under the radar, if he's not your defensive emphasis, he could really take advantage of kind of being uh, the forgotten guy here. I'm looking at these over props for uh, for Curry tonight. Okay, Clippers, Utah. Clippers going to altitude. Josh, uh, we talked about the total 220 and a half. Uh, Utah laying three uh, in this game. Uh, what is the line movement? Uh, what is the market suggesting? Yeah, so I think a lot of this movement here, again, the the popular play tonight is the Jazz, Mm -hmm. but the movement here to the Clippers, I think, was a combination of some respected Clippers money, but definitely some respect here for Mike Conley Jr., because uh, star point guard here uh, for the Jazz, he has been ruled out. Uh, I think that was a big part of this move just in general. Now, you could say, hey, I'm getting Jazz minus three. I'm getting a really good number on a really good team at home here who does have this rest advantage. If you like the Jazz, you may want to get him now. A lot of these shops are minus three. Some are minus three, minus 115. So I think this thing may get back up to three and a half. We've got a lot of time before this thing tips off. But my play here, Pritch, I'm leaning a little bit with the Clippers. I like this movement toward the Clippers. Uh, remember when you told me about uh, that that hockey game, Montreal and the Habs, and you said, uh, would you rather be rested or would you rather be flying high? Yeah, I think you called it floating here. Yeah, they uh, were floating. Maybe, <laughs> maybe the Clippers are floating here. They got a, a short number. How do you not lay it with the Jazz yet? Pretty much all movement, even with Conley, has been toward the Clippers. So I'm going to wait, see if it gets to the hook. If I can get a three and a half, I'm intrigued by the Clippers tonight. All right. How about these player props? Uh, Leonard, uh, 27 and a half, Josh, uh, seven and a half rebounds. Uh, George, 24 and a half points, seven and a half rebounds as well. Uh, Three-pointers, interesting for George. He's at two and a half. Uh, Mitchell, uh, 20 and a half points, two and a half uh, three-pointers for Donovan Mitchell as well. Yeah, a couple of these uh, jump out to me, Pritch. So number one, you know, Leonard, George, Mitchell, these are going to be the popular ones that mm-hmm. I hate taking the over on the really popular players just because the odds makers know that. They know they're going to take a lot of over money. Sometimes these numbers are shaded. Sometimes you're getting the worst of it with an inflated number here. So I like to get down a little bit lower to these other guys. One that I'll look out, a couple of jazz guys. Number one, Bogdanovich, 17 and a half. He's really been a uh, kind of really your number two scorer there for that team. And he's been lighting it up here in the playoffs. So maybe an over there, 17 and a half. Also, his three-pointers are one and a half. Can he get you two threes in this one? 
but also Pritch, Royce O'Neal. Guy doesn't get a lot of credit, uh, but he's a pretty good glue guy. His point total is six and a half. Can he get you a few buckets? Can he get you seven points? I'm looking at Royce O'Neal here over six and a half points in this one. Yeah, Gobert up there at 13 and a half rebounds too. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, that's interesting right there. Let's get to some Josh Applebaum gross plays of the day. Uh, it's in baseball, I believe, Josh. Uh, what do you have for us? Yeah, we were teasing a few of these earlier, talking to our buddy Josh Towers. And one thing that I like about Josh Towers is, like, if I throw out a Baltimore Orioles play, I'm assuming he's going to say, you're crazy, don't bet them, they're terrible. <laughs> but I like the fact that Josh Towers seemed to lean a little bit with the O's, and I'm on the O's tonight. Um, yes, they're not that great of a team, but they have, I believe they're four and one their last five. They've been playing a little bit better here. And this would be an interleague line move with a short number. You know, the Mets only open minus 120 here. They're the popular play getting two thirds of bets, but this line is dropping to the Orioles. You've seen the Mets go minus 120 down to minus 110 ish. Uh, if you can get a little plus money on the O's here, interleague line moves, especially on a favorite of Dunwell, 63%. And I think Zimmerman, you may have a slight advantage over Peterson as we're getting roughed up a little bit here. I'm going to take a shot on the O's in an interleague game with a line move, dog high total. Give me the O's in this one, Pritch. Believe it or not, I think I'm going to bet that, Josh. Uh, uh, dog situation for the Orioles, like you mentioned, that high total too, uh, sitting in there at nine out here in Vegas. Yeah, again, and why do we like dogs with high totals, mm-hmm. Pritch? Because more expected runs scored leads right. to more variance, more upset opportunities. Like, you know, if you're like, if you like glass now tonight with a huge number, you like that that's a low total because when you have a big favorite, low total, fewer amount of expected runs scored, more likely to come from that favorite. So it's not, you know, every single time it's, you know, dog high total, favorite, low total, but these are the little edges that you like to add up to make you feel more confident in your bet. Okay. Where are you going with the Brewers and the Reds here? I'm going red legs, sweating the red legs <laughs> okay. here tonight, Rich. This is a gross one because. How do you lay a minus price with the Reds when they have a worse record than the Milwaukee Brewers? Brewers 33 and 26, Reds 28 and 29. Hauser for Milwaukee has been pretty decent, 3.86 ERA. But I'm going to bet on Sonny Gray. I'm going to bet on a line move that looks gross that I really like. Um, you did have the Reds feeling good, just swept uh, St. Louis here. Now, Milwaukee's playing great too. They also swept uh, Arizona. But Pritch, everyone is saying, hey, give me the plus money with the Brewers, a better record getting plus money on the road. Divisional dog, I don't like going up against that, but this just stinks to me. Since he opened around minus 125, public's all over Milwaukee, yet the Reds are now up to minus 135. So uh, that would be a pretty sharp move in their favor. As we're speaking now, it looks like it's getting closer to 140. Why is the worst team, worst record favored and becoming more of a favorite? That thing stinks to me. Give me the red legs in this one. All right. All right. How about the Royals and the Angels? What stinks to you in this one? <laughs> oh, give me the Halos. Pritch, how do you play a minus, uh, big minus number with the Halos? Mm-hmm. But guess what? This is a carbon copy of last night's game. Uh, I was joking with Patrick Maher uh, about this play yesterday, uh, but I liked them yesterday. I like them again tonight. Same sort of thing. Uh, the Halos tonight opened at around a minus 135 favorite. They're all the way up to minus 162, Pritch. So on the one hand, you're not getting the best number. You don't want to chase steam. These are all things, fundamentals of betting that you want to keep in mind. But sometimes if you get hit, 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 hit with a lot of steam and there's no let up, seems to me like pros are really on the Angels tonight. Big move in their favor at home against KC. How can you lay this number uh, with with Andrew Heaney? Again, it, it stinks, but I like it. You look at steam, 15 cents or more off a win, 61% this year. The Angels match tonight. Give me the halos here, Pritch. All right. What is it, Tuesday? And that's that's quite a few gross plays there already by you. Uh, not only when Josh Towers was on the program, uh, I think the Mariners uh, and uh, who were they playing? Detroit. Detroit. 
I like Detroit. Yeah, yes. I, I, we could have added Detroit here, Fred. <laughs> I love the baseball slate today. I'm not right. going to lie to you. The, the grosser, the better, I guess, huh, Josh Applebaum? Um, let's go back to hockey. Uh, I was talking about uh, VGK to Vegas Golden Knights. I was thinking about playing them, to be honest with you. I think they have so much momentum, Josh. And I saw Grubauer, uh, a guy who uh, has seemingly lost his confidence, too, uh, in the net. Uh, Kel McCarr, too, is another guy who uh, has lost a little bit of confidence. We'll see if the crowd out there in Colorado can energize them, though. But uh, looking to lean towards uh, VGK in this one. I respect that, Fred. This is what, this is a tough one for you. You know, you're, you're two you're two children here, Abs and in, in, uh, in Denver <laughs> and all the nights out there in Vegas. You got split allegiances here, but. Uh, I, I, I'm going to go abs, but I don't mind at all. Your play on golden Knights. You're getting plus money with a team. That's hot. Mm-hmm. You know how, you know, that in, in and of itself has some value. I just like that this move is movements toward Colorado. And I, I you know, you, when you see a lot of these series, things can really change when you go home to road. So yeah. Vegas has got all the momentum. You're getting plus money. I don't blame you there. Pritch. I like this line move to Colorado. Last change. Maybe they get it done. Tonight. Last change. Uh, like you said, you can set your lines. Uh, certainly. Uh, and then uh, if they can get into a penalty situation, obviously that favors Colorado as well. Great job on the program today, Josh. Good luck with all those plays. Uh, we'll see you back here on the program tomorrow. Appreciate it, Pritch. Have a great night. You too. You do the same. My guys in the desert coming up next. Three six five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field, whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet Three Six Five. Twenty-one plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one eight hundred Gambler. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.